0: My name is ArtGrishallo underscore, and welcome to another episode of the Four Podcast. Look up in the mirror, oh my god, it's me. So much pride on me, I'm a prodigy. I'ma do my thing, no apology. Poker nutty rose in my skewers. So, guys, um I'm reminded of a certain story actually, just the other day when I was. Coming from work, Gione with a colleague, I passed by archives. So when I was going through archives, I actually came across this certain, you know, the street boys up around archives, especially that loo area that usually, you know, tell you nini nini, to to tupere, tupere, so as I was walking just past one of the boys, we were talking about the different things we understand from the Matatu culture. So within that conversation, I was just trying to tell the, my colleague that I really missed the matatus from you know salty transporters now if you don't know about salty transporters then you must have seen videos of the latest matatu the area has which is dexter and it just happens that (laughs) despite all of the new matatus that are there in the area my favorite still remains to be the one and only live long the king (laughs) billabong So if you have been, you know, constantly just um, having passing by town, you must have seen or you must have heard about Bilabong and Bilabong is a favorite, not just because, you know, it has this and that. It's it's not really about what the interior has, the exterior, the sound, the matatu culture representation of of that creativity, which I believe is also a business because such much matatus also go for as high as 8 million to just get one matatu done so think dexter like it's a whole group and it's a company of people who are believers and people who want to better so many lives and impact lives in a different way so matatu culture is not just about the cool vehicles cool graffiti cool colors and loud music the matatu culture for the time that i was really closely engaged with the people around that circle because of a certain product that i was really trying to um to get the matatu owners to buy into is more about the crew like if you're gonna have anganya matatu today you need to have a very good crew i'm sure you've seen uniforms people who have even those two suits and masks from la casa de papel and you've seen how much people rave about matatus, the, hyd- the hydraulics, the Nganya Awards. If you really missed uh, all of that, then you most definitely need to catch up with that fire LA because he's also learning a bit about that. Or you can actually follow matatu culture just to understand some of those things. And so it takes a lot of work to put in such a matatu and so much money because that's people's investments. And so that investment boils down to the kind of crew you have. Are they courteous? Are they good people? Do they you know, I've had experiences where when you give money to a conductor and to some mahali, they will never give you back the change and that money is lost and so the crew you have is important and that is what I found in Bilabong so if you have learned a bit and what I actually learned over time is that Bilabong started as a small matatu like the matri indog or matwana then slowly it grew to what we have now the beautiful color it almost looks like the uh edge matatu from the ngong circle and tvrs circle so those are things that you know got me hooked certain stories as to why and you will always hear that Milabong ni but it's really the courtesy and the courteous nature of this crew and the fact that they will always shukisha you. I remember just to test their patient, actually one patient's one time, I really them the matatu. And so just before I got home, I, I was really pressed. I was so, so pressed. So imagine they parked at a petrol station and they showed me where the loose were and i went susud and came back and pandered the matatu what any other sucker would have done the minute i shook at that matatu they would have just gone and found someone else hold a seat because all they would be interested in is that and it was actually pretty uh, late considering that was during the seven o'clock, a few days, and so just having that and reminiscing that as I was walking through, I really felt like I have really missed using those cars, and you know, just. Going into Billabong, it's always a reminder and a memory. It's it's the passion that people have put into creatives, like into making something that really represents a certain ideology because I'm one of those people who are deeply rooted in conversations around culture and just around making people happy, making people passionate about your product and making people excited to partake in something that you have put a lot of money, effort, but also passion into. And so part of that is also the fact that from time to time also regarding passion is that you tend to feel like you have lost way into what you wanted to do. Maybe I can, I will talk about that in another episode just to help you understand, but also because I came through a video that really you know expounded more about what passion is because most times we always include that in our CD. i'm passionate about this i'm passionate about that or we represent certain ideologies with a lot of passion without really understanding what passion is all about and so the video just makes it clear which i will share in a different episode so make sure you look out for that episode and i know you're just wondering how in the hell is billabong and the matatu culture connected to what this episode uh title is And just as I was trying to break down what I'm going to talk about in this episode, it just became certainly clear that that's also an area or something that you guys do not know about me that I'm passionate about. But just to expound some of those things is that in the last couple of months, I've really been working on a lot of things with myself. And I want to first start by saying that self-love is a thing like it exists and more so it is an inside job no one will ever teach you best how to love yourself especially because we are a product of so many things growing up and so Certain factors within where we grow up, how we grow up and who we grow up with determine a lot of things or how we are able to handle certain situations. Now, before I got to that point of realization, trust me, I I really had a lot of learning and learning and relearning to do. And basically, I think that's what life is about, because different seasons of life are going to teach you different dimensions of learning, whether you'll be in learning, relearning or just and learning you will find so many things within that bracket and for me just this past couple of months has been self-love i never knew that i was deficient of self-love by the way because i basically knew like i like this i've been complimented about this about my body and the things that i definitely know and those things didn't bother me much but i didn't realize that i had such a gap within myself that i needed to start working on and trust me you are a project you are your own personal project if you don't learn to identify certain gaps or never come to the realization or acceptance that some things within you need healing they're gonna be projecting themselves as other issues when they are not the primary issue of concern that said it's interesting for me to also mention this as i continue with my body conversation that this next couple of episodes i'm also trying to experiment an app that i was really to try just for podcasters We're not able to get equipment and not able to do this and that so i'm trying to also look into it just before i give an honest review about people who want to start a podcast and probably do not have enough capital to to start, you know, buying equipment, but I will be walking you through it and maybe it's something that I'm gonna mention in detail. So as I was talking about reconciling my past body issues has been because there was a gap that I had identified. So growing up there was a lot that happened within my body and a lot that I did not like. And I remember there was a time that I used to pray and ask God, I want to I want to have a body like so and so. I want to look like this and I wanted to do this and this. And so coming to a point of realization just lately trying to understand that even the social media they're selling a lot of looking like so and so and a lot of going under the knife to fix a couple of things I realized they are a huge projection about unconciled issues with our bodies. Now I'm not here to say that It's wrong for you to have those certain interests of going an extra mile for your own body in terms of going under the knife and whatnot. I am not here to judge. I am just um, making an observation, just an opinion that you can agree or disagree on. But coming to terms with falling in love with my body again has taken such a huge toll because I used to neglect certain part of parts of my body because I felt like I didn't like the way they look and I, I, and I focused more on certain places that I felt like they really were getting some amount of attention. So some of those were, you know, the way people compliment, you have nice two lips, and, you know, you have nice big eyes, you have nice lashes, you have very bulky hair and you know, so such things until I started feeling like I'm not really courageous enough about my fingernails and my toenails, despite the many times that I'd get, oh, actually your nails look nice, but they're so tiny. So I started taking those two small compl- mm, compliments, yeah, personally. Because, however, they projected a certain thing, like my hands and my nails being very small and my toenails being very small, I started getting, you know, paying more attention and disliking that because I had never even noticed some of those things. And I would always find myself, you know, being like a tiny grace and those two small things. But having to get into that realization, it slowly started building a certain ideology in me and I started feeling like, ah, this feet. And so I, I neglected that part of my body, especially the feet and my hands. And so it just reminded me of the struggle that Kobe had. You remember Kobe Kihara when Shafi and a couple of people decided to call her out on the images she was uploading. And I remember during those days, I was such a huge fan of Kobe Kihara and I used to really admire her toes and fingers. And just you know the fact that she'd give advice you know she'd re- boil water always be soaking your feet and to some point i really thought like those things maybe would change how my feet and hands look like until i realized oh okay she got busted and so it became so clear that those were just images she was lifting online and you know passing them as hers and it it all blew up on her face and Probably by the time people were, you know, KOT was also dealing with her, they did not understand that this was a deficiency. It was something that was projecting itself uh in a different way and instead of dealing with that people ended up bashing her she disappeared off social media and i haven't really recently just tried to look into what she's doing lately and just such incidences and so i decided that i will take action and i also know that with this growing time period like for example over this last couple of months I have really added so much weight and so just looking at those numbers on the weighing scale really started worrying me Dogo. but then again I got comfortable with knowing the kind of space my mind is at right now is just the projection of me being comfortable not comfortable in terms of not working hard but just being comfortable psychologically and having you know a space to thrive in like my focus right now is on different things not the same things that a time like this last last year I'd be focused on and so I started noticing that on my hands I was really seeing some stretch marks coming through and you know I've even fumboza do weight like right now but the stretch marks are still there and so I remember my sister used to have a certain oil their stretch marks and I thought oh maybe I should buy and just you know put them in but I told myself that I will let them be because they are a memory that I surpassed the struggle. I always felt like I was a bit tiny from the people who were with in high school, and so it just happened that it was my mind space. And there are certain things that I was struggling with then that I'm not struggling with now. And so I've even actually lost a bit of weight. I was really big, but I'm not hiding the stretch marks anymore. I'm still wearing my sleeveless, and I'm still noticing that I have big biceps. And this is a family thing; it's more general but i don't mind guys you know it's i'm beginning to set myself free on some of those things that the world will notice the world will feel like "Mm, those ones are a bit you know they will notice that might affect maybe your self-esteem to some extent and so i decided even to just take action with working on my feet and hands and all that so i regularly get my you know my feet and hands I get my money and pedi done like I try and experiment different colors even with polish that I felt so afraid of and I'm just beginning to find myself You know, reconciling with my body and beginning to love and wanting to take care because these days I will do my socks, I want to keep my feet, you know, warm. I also want to, you know, apply oil on my hands just to make sure they're not dried out and just that sort of thing. And I'm beginning to take baby steps around it and. Just embracing the same, not because someone is going to say this or that, but just because I want to, I'm even getting comfortable in buying sandals, something that I used to just wear indoors and I'm beginning to get more comfortable to even wear them on a weekend when I'm working half day and just, you know, just going and also just the confidence of just being in heels, you know, there's a way it hits you differently. And so maybe those are things that you don't expect certain people to struggle with but those are some of the things that make you realize that there is a gap within certain issues that are beginning to project themselves as this and that because ideally it's not because I have bad nails or toenails or the fact that they're small, it's the fact that I started feeling that I needed them to be like someone else's and I needed maybe this and that and that's the culture created around social media where you want a tiny waist, you want big fuller boobs and you want you know a bigger behind and maybe bigger hips just to look like so and so and so there's a certain interest in working out that people are not really generating from a point of lifestyle and health but from a point of you know wanting to look like so and so and so if you begin to look deeply into your inner self and examine further some some of the things and relationships between yourself and your body you will begin to to realize that there are certain things that you do not like and you can choose to do something about it you can choose to spin that because even right now i'm not really worried when someone tells me oh your fingernails are so small i'm thinking they're not even noticing that fast anymore people are beginning to notice that oh i like that nail color it really looks so good the nail polish color and all of that and so it's even if they tell me that today my fingernails are small i'm like oh i like them the way they are and i'm so happy with the progress they've made the fact that they're not my nails are not being brittle anymore they're strengthening and it's that sort of thing, being at peace with it. And so do not be afraid to work on parts of you that need healing, parts of you that need to be loved again, and part of you that needs to be reconciled with. And maybe do something about it and just walk yourself towards healing and you will realize that it's important and that is also why i've been spending a lot of time curating my own feed on social media just to have more content of people that i like people that are doing something people that have an element of commonality and people that reflect good vibes and just generally positive vibes where they are and so i will take this opportunity to just you know i just encourage you if you like my content there are a couple of amazing people who i will also drop their handles and it's not marketing by the way it isn't but there are guys that you will like and probably if you like this content that you get you will like more what they have and it's just that honest that they're doing amazing things and one of them is rick's poet he's onyango so rick's poet is r-i-x p o e t maybe you can check him up on instagram he has an afro masculinity podcast that talks about men and you know different cultures it's just an interesting vibes you know just take time and he speaks a lot about healing and you know just women and men and how society has socialized some things and normalized others he's he's a great person but also most importantly i have to mentioned that I was doing a show on Shine FM called Electric 20, E20 Entertainment 20 <laughs> the name has morphed over the years and so that show that I used to do from Saturday 10am to 1am was a show he used to do way back when he was in campus and they were part of a team that curated the show and introduced it on Shine FM radio as the Dester School radio and he was an amazing peeps you know they used to shout me out, this days when I used to do the show and it really used to feel nice that they'd recognize that there was growth in the show yeah so it's not an element of bias. You go interact with his content and you will let me know how that is. And there's another one called the Podcast. Yeah, Skizapod is on SoundCloud. I haven't traced them yet on Instagram, but they they really have an interesting show, dynamic. And one of my favorite episodes among the podcast was having a conversation with... Blinky Bill so if you're interested in Kenyan local music then I know you are aware of Blinky Bill he's an interesting producer you know songwriter and a lot of things that he has and so having a conversation about music and decisions for young artists that we can learn from and just understanding music from his point of view being engaged in a band having to do a couple of refixes or I don't know how we call them but yeah that conversation so if you're interested about music growth entertainment industry that is an interesting podcast you can listen to Skiza Pod I will just link the links on the description box below of this episode so that maybe you can follow them up and chat them up a little or just in with that podcast so also guys on the 19th of september 2020 your girl is gonna be tanning 24 <laughs> and i'm not normally hyped like this about birthdays except one which i actually danced with techno <laughs> yeah okay there was just a lot with moving from 19 to 20 then and it's unfortunate how someone actually ever tried to use that video against me when there was really nothing it was just a pure expression of music and people who've known me throughout campus know that i'm such a huge fan of techno music so another birthday is coming on and i'm really planning to do it differently because a hey, adulting life is hard but it also comes with its own lesson and i'm really really happy for the place i'm in as i turn 24 it's come out with a lot of lessons and probably those things that i will continuously share because you know what this is a millennial podcast and we're all trying to figure certain things out and it's about time, you know, I really have no apologies for how I have lived life. There are few things I regret, yes, but we live, we learn. A day at a time, no judgments, and I am honestly grateful to also point out that by the time i did this episode which could be earlier than the release date the four podcast has increased its following past the hundreds and that was also because you know instagram cannot show you insights before the podcast has at least a hundred new followers so i was really telling myself that by the time i turned 24 i really want this podcast to have grown this much and so today being the 23rd of August it's already surpassed a 100 people following and it keeps on growing but it's also because I'm so happy that I want to create a community of like-minded people but people who also share and thrive in their differences and um, I'm also working on so much consistency that's also an area that I honestly need to improve on personally so with the podcast and I plan to do that so during this time, I'm really looking forward to just you know just editing, producing more episodes because I had so much backlog of an edited episode so I will really purpose to do something about it if it means releasing two episodes in you know a week, but don't worry, I'm gonna get them across and just get you to tap into some of the conversations that we shall be having and also make maybe an announcement in one of those with regard to something i had previously mentioned Ah, there's a lot there's a lot that's coming that's all i can let you know that you will enjoy and so before i overdo this let me just say that i'm really grateful for having to take time to listen to the four podcasts it's now available on various platforms that i will be putting out we keep on growing so until next time or do i say next week depending on the time you're listening to this episode have such an amazing week or have such an amazing time god bless and do not forget to kick ass Bye. Ooh, hoo, hoo. i do need a cry to know that i'm a queen Whoa.